The Blevins Franks Report with Rob Kay of Blevins Franks Wealth Management. It's a Sunday morning on Riviera Radio and we're joined by Rob Kay. How are you, Rob? I'm very, very hot, Howard, but uh, very well, thank you. Yourself? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty warm as well, I have to say, but never mind. <laughs> Summer is, after all, in full swing. The tourists have arrived in force, but while the rest of us are thinking about holidays, I understand it's a busy time of year for Blevins Franks because plenty of those tourists don't want to be restricted to this 90 days and want to be here full-time. Can we help them this morning by discussing the financial issues they need to consider? However, before we discuss that in more detail, what caught your eye in the news this past week? Well, Howard, the, the UK newspapers, and quite a few European ones as well, began the week by, by entertaining their audiences, shall we say, with, uh, with Boris Johnson post-mortems. In truth, when the dust settles, the history books will probably chart what we have just witnessed as one of the most dram- dramatic and drastic reversals of fortune in modern political history. Um, as recently as just the past October, Johnson looked unassailable, a leader with a huge majority whose brand of big spending economics and robust cultural conservatism had left Labour unsure whether to attack him from the right or the left. Johnson's roller coaster career certainly came to a thundering halt last week, but I suspect we've not seen the last of Boris, a cat with definitely more than nine lives. Boris wasn't also the, uh, the only world leader who experienced a little heat in the kitchen this week. Leaked files, including text messages ex- exchanging between Macron and Uber executives, this week revealed how the cab hailing business identified him as a key ally when he was the French economy minister and turned to him to help it behind the scenes. It was reported that Macron went to extraordinary lengths to support Uber's lobbying campaign to help it disrupt France's closed shop taxi industry, even telling the tech firm that he brokered a secret deal with its opponents in the French cabinet. The files suggest pro-business Macron was close enough to Uber's managers during his two years in the, as the economy minister from 2014 to 2016 for them to not think twice about contacting him for possible help when their premises were raided by tax and other authorities. As we are discussing what we need to know financially before we settle in France this morning, I thought it was quite coincidental that France's interior minister, Gerald Damien, this week announced that France will make obtaining a multi-year residence permit for a foreigner conditional on mastering the French language. Damien didn't give any details of what level of French would be required, and at the moment it's only a proposal that will need to be debated in Parliament before it becomes law, but it will be likely to be supported by MPs from the centre-right and far-right as their candidates proposed similar measures during the recent presidential election back in April. Now, on the financial front, it was announced this week that the French minimum wage, known as the SMIC, is set to increase by 2.01% from August due to rising inflation. This is the fourth time it has risen in just over a year, after the most recent increase of 2.65% in May. Monthly SMIC wages will now rise by €26 to €1,328. And finally, for the first time in 20 years, on Wednesday, the euro fell to parity with the US dollar due to another rise in US inflation, added to concerns about higher interest rates and the increasing risk of a global recession. The euro has been the worst performing merging currency over the past week, and it has dropped by more than 10% against the dollar this year due to worries about the prospect for its energy-dependent economy. The dollar has been boosted by increased uncertainty about global growth and the Fed's aggressive attempts to curb rising inflation through interest rate rises. 
the dollar is seen as a safe haven in times of market turmoil and it has risen to a two-decade high against a basket of currencies which include the euro and also sterling. Well, before we move to France, should we understand the tax implications of living in France? Yeah, whether we're, we're at the planning stage of moving to France or recently arrived and starting to familiarise ourselves with life in France, there are various financial planning stages we need to work through. For most people, our financial journey starts or started with researching the move. But now, while the violent of the financial goalposts seem to continually move, you can save yourself a whole lot of pain, expense and worry by knowing what you're walking into before you, bit, you take that big step of crossing the border. As much as we would all like to forget the financials and simply live our lives, very few of us have the financial independence to simply do that. Like it or like it not, tax plays a big part in all our lives and understanding what you can do and what you need to do is certainly a key pillar to being able to live life as we want. Understanding before you arrive that once you are a tax resident in France, you have become liable to French tax on your worldwide income gains and real estate wealth is crucial. But we shouldn't forget, if we've left assets behind after we move to France, wherever those assets are, they may still incur local taxes. Since Brexit, the most frequently misunderstood issue we continually come across is when am I considered to be a French tax resident? I have a carte de séjour, so I can come and go as I wish, but I don't want to be a French tax resident. Over the past few weeks, the French tax authorities have issued, have issued hundreds of letters asking people who hold French resident permits why they didn't submit a French tax return by the deadline date. If you think you can continue to have the best of both worlds, I strongly recommend you look over your shoulder. Having your cake and also eating it might not have a very long shelf life. Can timing our move save tax? Yeah, they, the French tax year runs from January to December, whereas the UK tax year runs from April to April. Because the two countries have different tax rules and apply different tax rates, it seems, it's actually very, very important to get your timing right. If your main home is in France, or you spend more than 183 days in France, then France is your principal place of abode. If your principal activity or occupation is in France, or it's where your majority of your assets are located, you're a French tax resident. But if you meet both the French and UK tax residency criteria, there is tie breaks, and they're put in place to determine where you should pay tax. France uses a split-year approach, so once you become resident, from that day, um, if you intend to live here permanently, that's from when you start paying tax. On the other hand, however, it's very difficult to get split-year tax agreement from HMRC because the UK wants to keep its tax hooks into you until the end of the tax year when you were a UK tax resident. So is it better to sell UK assets before or after we become resident in France? Unless they are French assets, Gains or income which arise while you're UK resident are not taxable in France, but they will be taxed if they are sold or, or received after we arrive in France. So we, we can potentially reduce our tax liabilities by simply understanding when UK assets should be sold. There are lots of examples, but some of the most frequent which are overlooked are, are, are probably pension commencement lump sums. In the UK, you can withdraw 25% from your pension with no tax liability. In France, this receipt will be taxed as income and liable to French social charges. UK investment products such as ICES, premium bonds and VCTs enjoy preferential UK tax treatment, but those UK tax advantages don't apply once you've moved to France. 
interest and dividends are taxable. And if those investments are sold, you will pay the French investment tax on the gains you've crystallised. When expatriates arrive in France, they are frequently selling or buying property. In many cases, there are various property transactions. When you sell and where the property is, has tax implications. The tax rules regarding UK principal private residence and French maison principale are different, as are the rules which apply to second homes and buy-to-let properties. Not considering your situation from both sides of the fence, so to speak, can be very expensive and certainly more expensive than it needs to be. Should we adjust our estate planning as part of our move to France? French succession law and French succession taxes are completely different to the laws and taxes in the UK. French forced heirship rules automatically dictate who gets what when you die and without proper planning, potentially up to 75% of your estate will have to pass to your children, even if they've already had what you consider to be their inheritance or if you think you've disinherited them. If you're a British national, you can elect to use the succession rules of your mother country, i.e. the UK. But be aware, this issue is complex and there could be other implications. If you're a French resident and elected to follow the UK rules when you die, you can find your estate is liable to UK inheritance tax and potentially French succession tax at up to 60%. Having an estate plan when you become French resident should be a key part of everyone's strategy. It ensures your legacy ends up in the right hands at the right time with as little tax as possible. What about our savings and investments? Do we need to review those as well? Moving, moving to a, a new country is, is always a big change in anyone's life and it's not logical not to check if your savings and investments are appropriate for your new country. You've chosen to live in a different, different world, a different life in France, which means your expenses will have to be paid for in euros. Those euro expenses may mean you need to hold more assets in euros and diversify away from UK shares and maybe bonds. Are you holding the right spread of investment assets to meet your new objectives, your time horizons, and maybe a new tolerance to risk? For peace of mind, it's, help, it's helpful to objectively analyse your risk profile then use the results to ensure you have the right mix of assets in your investment portfolio. I know I've said this many times before, Howard, but retirees should also review their pension arrangements and the options open to them. Ask yourself the question, am I maximising my savings and my pensions for my retirement? I presume researching how our UK pensions are taxed in France is important. Yeah, as I just said, French residents pay French tax on UK state pensions, occupation and personal pensions, and also annuities. And although UK government service pension income is not directly taxable in France, it's still included in the French tax calculation because it's part of your worldwide taxable income. As I said earlier, UK pension lump sums are taxable in France at normal scale rates of income tax, plus 9.1% of social charges. However, in the right circumstances, you might be able to withdraw all the monies from your pension and only pay a special one-off 7.5% tax. Alternatively, it might be better to transfer your, transfer your pension to a qualifying recognised overseas pension scheme, Curops. For the right candidate, Curops gives you the flexibility to take income in euros, more freedom to pass benefits to chosen heirs, and protection from further UK lifetime allowance changes. We shouldn't forget, if you can obtain an S1 or you're covered by the French healthcare system because you have an S1, you will not pay French social charges 
on overseas pension income. Like most things financial, pension rules change frequently, so you need to keep up to date and always take FCA regulated advice before you make any pension decisions. Do you have any other financial advice for anyone who wants to start a new life here in France? Well, at, at first glance, the financial landscape of both countries looks the same. If not the same, very similar. Taxis on either side of the channel have similar names. However, don't be fooled. They are all very, very different. I urge anyone thinking of moving to France or those who've recently moved to review their overall situation to ensure your finances are in the best possible position for your new life in France. Take professional advice from a cross-border specialist firm such as Blevins Franks. We've been providing cross-border strategic financial planning advice to UK nationals who choose to settle in France for nearly 50 years now, so I think that by now we probably know what we're doing. Every family is different, Howard. Your strategic financial planning must be carefully designed for you. All the various aspects need to fit securely together to create a financial plan which provides long-term financial security for you, your family and your heirs. If you live in France or you're thinking of living in France, you'll benefit from having a strategic financial planning conversation with Blevins Franks. Alternatively, if you're not a new arrival but you have a question or a query about anything concerning money or finance, give us a call, speak to one of our local partners and if we can't help directly, I'm absolutely sure we'll know someone who can. The telephone number of our local French office is 0493-001780. That's 0493-001780. And if you would like, and it's best for you, you can call our Monaco office. And the telephone number here in Monaco is 97775574. Again, 97775574. And if it's more convenient or you prefer, you can always find out more about Blevins Franks or arrange a call with a Blevins Franks partner by simply visiting our website, which is www.blevinsfranks.com. Many thanks, Rob. We'll talk again next Sunday morning. Absolutely, Howard. Have a great week. Thank you. The Blevins Franks Report. If you would like more information on any of the topics discussed in this program, contact your local Blevins Franks office on 0493 or riviera at com. Are you buying, selling or downsizing property? Talk to Blevins Franks about the tax implications. Besides capital gains and income tax, France imposes a wealth tax on real estate, and you need to plan ahead for succession tax. When moving country, are you better off selling as a French or UK resident? Blevins Franks offers expert advice and tax and estate planning solutions. Call 0493 001780 or visit blevinsfranks.com.